0: hello guys and welcome back to Tina, we you go the hooligan how's it been how's it going i hope you guys are doing well out there so um i decided to kind of bite the bullet and watch a couple of the first episodes of a couple different shows that are now available on country roll um by the way i'm not sponsored by country roll if you find them where you find them do your thing but it's all okay anyways <laughs> so but mainly i've been kind of focusing on my writing uh here and there on reading but not much on watching lately uh that's a me uh so I decided to go ahead and watch some of these shows that I've been low-key interested in so this is me coming back at you with some uh shows and my thoughts I actually had one show that I wrote my like wrote my thoughts in at the moment because it kind of it made me feel some kind of way anyways uh, I might have to do some research in the middle of this but you know it is what it is so, the first thing I tried to check out was um, Joremia Season 2. Now, it was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Um, what I thought I was going to get was like kind of like a follow-up to like what happens after they graduate. You know, like what goes on after that. So far, what I've gotten is a couple of shorts like the transition to graduating. So, it's still cute and it's still adorable. And yeah, I'll still continue to watch it. Um, but uh, I can't, I can't say that I'm not a little bit disappointed in my corazón, like my heart, like I'm just a little disappointed. I really wish that they would have like continued and I would have gotten to see them either get married or go to college or, you know, something, something, but uh, it's not bad. I still enjoy the content. Um, Hori is hilarious. Mori is just like a great, um partner and such a fun dude. I really enjoy him. Also, I finished watching uh, season 2 of Ragnarok. Season 2? Season 3? Whatever the fuck it's on right now. Of Ragnarok and might I say I like the Buddha. I, write, I like the Buddha so much I'm writing a fanfic about him. That's how much I liked him. Uh, moving on from that, that's obviously a recommended, recommended show. I then decided to watch zoom 100 remember how i spoke about it the last time so i kind of got to finish episode one and two and might i say the animation is gorgeous it's one of the few ones that i'm talking about so far that i can tell you besides obviously hormia and ryan rock that the animation is quite visually stunning now here's why i say it's visually stunning so like the use of color um the narration and you know kind of like the transition into like a young adult to a working adult it's very accurate it kind of gave me a Gretzko vibe but they sat there and said let's us add zombies to it and I don't know the movement is amazing the flow, the attitude, the personality. Honestly, it's super interesting. And I can see that this will definitely... Like, it has all the makings of a staple anime. That a lot of people are going to enjoy. You know what I mean? I feel like Zoo 100 is going to definitely be out there. And it's going to be for a lot of people. But I don't know if it's going to get too much attention. Just because it is zombie related and... Zombies are a little overdone, but I think it still brings a fresh perspective to the end of the world. So, we'll see what people say about it, right? Like, I can't predict that. I can just say that I think it's very well done. Um, okay. You know what? Let me just talk about the ones I didn't like. <laughs> so, yeah, this is where we get to um, my opinion. Now, this is just my opinion. Please keep in mind that if you disagree, it's totally fine. This is just what I'm saying. And I'm just going to call it out as I see it. Let's talk about the one that I have the least amount of shit to say. about, that I just didn't like in general. My tiny senpai. Now, I'm convinced that there is a community out there that this is their kink. They have a kink for small, short people with big boobs um i'm convinced at this point like because this is the second one in a row there was um you you kai wants to uzuki chan wants to hang out with you that one and now there's this one and it's just like bro like i get it people have a thing for short people that's fine um but are you fucking for real like this is literally a fetish anime and I feel like I've been seeing a lot more of those lately. I want to see romance anime, not fetish anime. I'm sorry. It's not for me. Maybe I'm just not the targeted demographic for this. But clearly, it didn't sit well with me. So, And also, like the main dude character is kind of low-key weird. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. Um, I tried an episode, and then I just kind of... Ugh, halfway through it. I was like, "Mm, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. Maybe that's just me. Maybe you might have a separate opinion. Maybe you might actually see the art in it. Me, personally, it was cute. It's cute looking, aesthetically speaking. But otherwise than that, I got nothing much to say about it. It just seemed very uh, fetishy to me. I don't know. I mean, would I be saying it if it was a really tall woman? Yes, if they turned around and made it all about her being tall and this, and forth. But the whole thing here is that she's super short, looks kind of young, and has really big boobs. And is like a mothering figure. Literally. She's like a manager, but she's like a mothering figure to everyone. I'm like, eh. It's just, it's giving very fetishy. Eh. But technically, the whole story... So far from what i see, it's about this dude who's kind of in love with his manager. His manager is this short little woman um, who is very motherly, but um, they work in a gaming company and they're trying to come up with games and stuff like that. And in the middle of this, there's this kind of attraction going on. That's what I've seen so far. Now, is it going to be the rest of the story? I don't know. I might tune in. I might not. It's not a priority. It's very low on the list okay sorry i'm just gonna hydrate my throat a little bit uh allergies it's not cute okay let's talk about the one that made me fucking pissed all right um prepare to hear me rant a little bit it doesn't happen all the time but sometimes it does i take full responsibility for the but the shit that's about to come out of my fucking mouth ready okay the girl I like forgot her fucking glasses. That that fucking was part, not part of it, but I'm adding it to it. Um, first off, let me go through my notes. Because I literally was so annoyed with this that I took down notes. The premises is a very horny guy likes a girl who wears glasses. She forgets her glasses and now he feels like he has the opportunity to take advantage of her blindness to get to her by quote-unquote playing the good guy yes he doesn't do things with malice but it is still unfortunate and very much reminding me of rent a girlfriend i don't understand what is the point of making romance characters that are unlikable i get making them unlikable but giving them some kind of redeeming quality aka jinx aka bia um bj alex aka on or off Fine, let them have their flaws, but also make them semi-likeable. Ugh, and then the animation, the animation. Oh God! Oh my. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Let me not get worked up. I didn't make this. I'm not gonna sweat it. Let me go back to my notes because I finally found them. Uh, No, that's the masterful cat. Okay no 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 Where's the girl who got her glasses? Oh here it is <clears throat> Okay The dumbass girl who forgot her glasses How the fuck you forget your glasses when you can't even fucking see bitch Bitch are you fucking for real? Like how are you that blind bitch? How the fuck did you leave your goddamn house blind as fuck? Looking like a whole bat out of hell? Also, that man would come if she even breathed too hard in his fucking direction. Plus, how the fuck did she even leave her house in the goddamn first place when she can't even see her shoes? She doesn't even know it's not her shoes. Like, do you also not have feeling in your toes? God damn it. Like, for real. Like, bitch, I wear glasses too. She doesn't even have close range vision. Bro, you are legally blind. And that's okay. If you want to be legally blind, then say that you're legally blind. But not that you need glasses, girl. You need bifocals. Also, you're trying real fucking hard with the visual. And every motherfucking angle that they ever fucking thought of in a goddamn life, they're showing it in this one goddamn show on the first fucking episode. I have never seen people go so hard with visuals and still make them shitty. In my life. That was my writing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna come up, to, I'm gonna be honest. That was my writing. I wrote this down in my notes. That's why I had to look for it. Everything I said there, and by the way, I wrote this down hours ago. Everything I said there rings true right now. The visuals were so overdone. I actually want to research what fucking company did this because. Whoever they are, they're clearly attempting to go ham on ham when it comes to visuals. And it's just not. You, you saw how I said, like, the masterful art of color and, you know, movement. This one proceeds to show people from underneath, from the side, from Earth's eye view, from super close up. And they'll, like, they'll transition. It's like, bro, you're giving me vertical. I don't even have vertical, but you're giving it to me. You're giving me visual visual vertigo okay like why are you doing this who told you that this looked good yes i complained about um uh, what is it called yamakan at level 999 being a little slow when it comes to their animation but here's the thing it's fine to be slow it's another thing to give people fucking vertigo let me look up this fucking company. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just mad right now. <laughs> I'm so mad. I've never like seen something like this. This is like it reminds me of like when they first found out that they could do animation with like 3D and they just went, ooh, Wow. anyways the girl girl I like forgot her glasses but yeah anyways if like if you are that blind and don't get me wrong i i have very bad eyesight and i know other people have very bad eyesight you know what we try to do Uh, we try to keep at least two pairs of glasses one as a regular one that we wear every day and one as a worst case scenario backup at least keep an old one or something i don't know what she's doing or what she's thinking i've been in high school too um, and I've also had a backup pair of glasses. <sighs> I don't I'm just it what makes me mad is that I wear glasses. I wear glasses. I don't like it. It makes me so mad. Animation company. Studio there you go. What's it called? I'm trying to find the studio. Okay. Studio Gohan. What? Why did they drop the ball like this? Who told them to do things like this? I don't know. It's just, it's it's infuriating. So now I'm checking through their fucking productions. Because I want to see if there's anything I've seen before. And if maybe they've done this to something else okay funny enough most of these things I have not seen they do not ring a bell to me let me just check I'm checking out okay I have seen K it wasn't particularly great all right no I haven't seen that one I'm just like reading through it so I'm sorry if you're just like what is she reading through things I'm just trying to find something that looked slightly familiar okay oh okay funny enough Alright, so that's cool. They did one that's really good and one that's really bad. Mm, This one's really bad. Okay, wonderful. So, not to shit on them, because clearly they're trying something different, but I don't know. It's just... It made me feel some kind of way. So, here's the next one I've been watching. Uh, Should I go from, like, to the best one? I don't know. Uh, There's two that are really good. So, since I already shitted on that company, let's talk about the good one that they did. Still Gohan. This one's called The Masterful Cat is Depressed Again Today. Now, I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest. This was very well done. This is actually kind of cute. Yes, it still suffers from a little bit of that vertigo thing that I get from watching these weird ass angles and these weird ass zoom ins. And like the weird undershots, I don't know, it's weird, I don't know, I don't like it. But overall, it's very cute. So I'm going to read my, I actually, that this is the one that I ended up watching like a good three, four episodes out of, because I just, I think it was like three episodes, because I find it to be so adorable, and if you're an adult and you like um, romance with adult characters, this is definitely it. So let's go over my notes right now. So let's see. Okay. Let's start off with this is so cute. I love the idea of the idea of a giant cat slash nanny slash maid. Because honestly the work that this cat is putting in is way more than I could even handle. So much respect when I see it. Okay. So yeah, so apparently she had this little cat that randomly that she adopted that randomly grew into a giant cat but it's also super intelligent, goes food shopping, cleans her house, does her laundry and kinda keeps this girl on point. That was a side note. Anyways. And I like the girl. Like she the main character is like Loki a hot mess. And she's kinda cute in an adorable way. And I know that she works like really hard. Um I think her name is Saku anyways she works really hard and she's honest and she's adorable but this is not really indicative of the reality for a lot of japanese people that especially when it comes to salary people that i've been watching okay so let me let me note why i said that so i've been kind of following um this like tiktok channel where this young woman i think her name is maki or something like that she goes over like what her life is as a salary woman and honestly like it's low-key torturous um this poor girl like works anywhere from like 12 to 16 hours a day has to do mandatory overtime the harassment is real she doesn't get much personal time or vacation and she's kind of always at the call of her boss and their whims it's it's really heartbreaking and i know i'm seeing it through her eyes but i've already known the facts that most japanese people work around anywhere from like 20 to 30 hours overtime per week so if you can imagine that that's kind of awful um i know that a lot of people in america do the same thing because like they have to usually they just find multiple jobs and stuff like that but i'm like it, it really does suck that life is so expensive that we can't live it. But I'm like, it also doesn't make it okay for your boss to kind of just sit there and shit on you for like zero reason and to try to make your life harder for on purpose. So it does show, a, this anime does show a little bit about what it's like to kind of be a workaholic and have your life centered around your work, how that often distracts from your domestic life and like... A lot of the peace and tranquility and why it's useful to have someone as a support. Because I'll be honest, if that cat wasn't there, she'd be an absolute mess. An absolute wreck. And even, um, it's even mentioned in the anime that her life has gotten better ever since that cat kind of came around by her boss. Which she seemed to have kind of like a... I can see that they're setting up kind of like a romance. Which is very cute. Anyways. Regardless... I still find this gorgeous as a show. And the visuals are not too ridiculous and it makes it a little bit easier for me to watch. High key, I honestly want that cat. (laughs) I want to have a beautiful cat who can help me every day. It's absolutely adorable and goals. So yeah, the cat is amazing. The people around the cat are also funny because some people just can't believe their own eyes so people are having trouble like accepting that there's a giant cat walking around other people are totally cool with it she's trying to hide it but also kind of having a little bit of a low-key thing for her boss but feeling a little self-conscious about herself and then this cat is just amazing like support you know drinks with her like lets her rant helps her run the house. And understands like her predicament and what she does for him. And understands her appreciation of him. It's honestly quite fabulous of a show. And as an adult, I can say that this is definitely something I will continue to watch. And I will make a priority. Mind you, I don't believe there's an English dub out yet. But if you want to wait around and hopefully they'll make one, and most likely they will. It's adorable and I don't see why they wouldn't. Now, the last show I'm going to talk about is Reborn as a Vending Machine. Now, now, I did say I was going to watch it and I thought it was going to be ridiculous. I honestly believed in mi corazón that it was going to be ridiculous, but I ended up watching like three episodes. And I loved every single moment of it and I only stopped because I was like, you know what? I don't want to catch up too much because then I have to wait until the next one comes out. That's how good it was. I, I'm speaking high volumes of this. They didn't have to make it this good. It seemed a little weird, but um, who am I to judge, right? So here's what's going on we have our character who has been reborn. We don't know much about him in the past life, except he loves vending machines. He, and it really, like, it's, this show kind of really highlights the culture of vending machines. In Japan where they're seen as very useful and unlike America when they only really carry like snacks or maybe drinks or stuff like that oftentimes vending machines can carry a variety of things we have a couple of them now in like New York where they sell like ramen or like specialty drinks and stuff like that like makeup but like there's not too many of those you know what I mean but regardless You know, the Japanese are more into their vending machines because it's more convenient. Especially with the lifestyle of, you know, the introvert. Anyways, I'm going in. There's no reason for me to go this hard. Uh, Let's just let you know, he has a real hard appreciation for vending machines and is kind of happy that he's become one. Although he can't really move and he only has a, a certain amount of programmed phrases. Now how this is supposed to work is that he is kept awake not by an electrical source but by his points. And every hour he's awake, he uses around a hundred points. A hundred points is equivalent to like a hundred yen, which is around a dollar, a little little more, or a little less than a dollar. And so, basically, to keep himself up and awake and able, he has to have he has to make around two twenty four dollars, right? Um, he ends up finding out that he does have certain abilities to change off his stock. Um, but, you know, every time he changes his stock, it does cost him points. Every time he wants to level up his shield, that costs him points. Things along those lines. It's cute. It's, it's relatively simple to understand. And he was given, uh, I think it was like a thousand points to start off with. But due to an unfortunate frog monster attack, he ends up going down to around 300 points so he's thinking it's about to be life all lights off for him but luckily a warrior girl ends up coming along the way seeing it freaking out a little bit because they've never seen such technology before um and using it she ends up being able to kind of tell that he is somewhat sentient and manages to have certain phrases that they agree that means yes or means no and, of course, he has the ability to say thank you, and, like, specialty prizes, blah, blah, blah. Like, regular programmed phrases. So, they manage to, like, agree on some kind of language decipher- deciphering. But, um, she ends up kind of inadvertently helping keeping him alive, and also bringing other customers to him because he has products that they've never really seen or heard of but are extremely useful to them like hot foods hot drinks cold drinks etc and like I said he's able to change things at will well obviously with points or whatever but yeah he's he's leveled up a bit at this point and it's just like a really cute little dungeon story where this guy is like helping this girl making customers along the way. It's really cute so far, honestly. I I'm enjoying it. I think it's really good. Um and yeah, it's kinda heartful for something that at first glance wouldn't seem like it. But yeah, that's all I can say right now. It's pretty good. I think I'm gonna keep watching that one too. Um, uh, yeah, so, there's some good anime out there right now. There's probably a lot more that I missed and didn't talk about, but you know what? I can't watch everything, because it's unrealistic for me. I still have to go to work and deal with shit. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. Now, back to what I've been kind of working on. Okay, so I told you guys I was working on a Buddha fanfic. Um, not Buddha as in, like, THE Buddha, but Buddha as in, like, Le- uh ragnarok the the legend of ragnarok some shit like that the ragnarok one the one on netflix anyways so i was super excited to see this um season because i really wanted to see him fight and honestly they did not disappoint i was so happy i loved it so i said hey you know i'm watching stuff about cats Uh, my friend just got a cat um and you know what cats have been kind of surrounding my life lately so i decided hey you know what i'm gonna write a fanfic about a cat that turns into a man that man is going to be buddha and it's going to be kind of cute because he's trying to keep it a secret and also trying to help the girl who's his owner but then she starts kind of having this weird feeling that something's not right etc It's going to be cute. Honestly, I want to make it cute, but at the beginning, it kind of feels a little scary. Only because I'm reading it back to myself, and I'm like, if the lens, if the perspective was switched just like a tiny bit, this could be horror. (laughs) You ever write a romance that if you stop and think about it and just change like a few couple of things, it could be horror? But I feel like that's most rom-coms. If you really sit there and think about it, like, think about it, think about it, right? If some of these guys in these rom-coms weren't hot or like super cute and super charming, they would be terrifying, like logistically terrifying. Anyway, so that's one of them. And then I decided to come out of my own ass for some reason. And I was like, you know what? What? I started thinking about Samurai Champloo now if you know me or anything about me it's one of the first anime like adult animes I actually watched as a young girl and I actually watched it with my cousin um which I don't really talk to anymore but yeah (laughs) I used to watch it with my cousin and he was really into it and he showed me it and I was like watched it on um adult swim it would come in really late at night like one two in the morning And we would stay up in, like, our grandma's house and we'd watch it. It was very cute and very charming. Um, And there were a couple of jokes. And it was kind of hip-hop, like, infused. It was really interesting. Like, I could really go into that show, but um, I'm not going to go crazy. Because, you know, this. although it's related, it's not the same. So I took kind of influence from that show and I took the characters and I kind of just tweaked it a little bit. So they all have their personalities like they have from the original show, but now it's like in a modern setting and the situation is a little different. So what I ended up doing was creating this kind of like original character that people were able to to see themselves through and her name is Sophia. Now Sophia is actually the stepsister or half-sister or whatever to Mugen. Mugen is you know, the cool samurai with the really relaxed fighting style and he's funny, he's charming, he's adorable but he's also kickass. And I loved him and I feel like he would make good Big Brother material. So, he is the Big Brother. Jin is the co-worker who's low-key a friend but not super much of a friend. And I haven't introduced... Um, the female lead from the show yet so she's coming in soon and could have come in hot so anyways the plot line to my little story right now that I'm writing is that Sophia is going to go live with her brother after her roommate who's an older woman ended up suffering from a medical episode and she figured um, to, it's best to kind of just leave and let you know, her family take care of her. So she takes a flight from New York straight to Japan and she's not living with her parents because her parents are living in Jamaica and they're kind of just retired there. So instead of bothering them, since she can work from home, basically anywhere, she goes and takes a flight all the way to Japan and she ends up living with her brother who kind of has been acting a little shady lately. So she goes to him and is like, ayo, like what to do? he's like hey girl like he has a room ready for her everything was planned ahead of time and she's feeling a little melancholy about the move but she understands that it's all for the better or whatever and she doesn't plan on living there permanently but just for a little while while she gets up on her feet and figure out what she wants to do with her life but while she's there she's still trying to decipher what the fuck has been going on with her brother because he's been acting a little bit weird lately in this, like, staying there, she discovers that, um, he has a lot of friends, and his friends look hella shady. Not that he doesn't look shady, but his friends also look shady, and just making her question him. He's sitting there saying that he's working as a security guard. She's like, uh-huh, I don't know why, but I don't really trust that, but alright, let's 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 say you are. So, yeah, so she kind of pushes that to the side, like, her thoughts to the side, and it's so like, okay, fine whatever let's pretend that is happening so she ends up uh going out to the store one day and she comes back home and notices that there's a really kind of scary looking man at her door which is obviously jen and she's like, yo, something about him just doesn't feel right. So she backs the fuck off, but ends up running into her brother. He says, hey, don't worry about it. He's just uh, a co-worker of mine. She's like, that's weird. It's nighttime. Why is he coming to your house? But whatever, like, I guess, I don't know about security guard businesses, but that doesn't feel right. Before he can, he's able to lie out of his teeth, um, Jin ends up giving her a business card. That will eventually come in handy. So what's going on so far is that she's like, like, you have to be honest with me. What's really going on? And that's when he ends up admitting that he actually works for a branch in the mafia, which is the Lone Shark branch. And it goes under the name Sunflower Inc. And if you get the reference, then you get the reference. So she's like, okay, well, at least I know what you're doing. Um, I don't agree with it, Kavi, obviously. But I'm glad that you at least told me what it was. But that's not where her troubles end, because the poor girl ends up getting herself into a really bad situation and requires immediate rescuing and now she's kind of rethinking about where her life is going and who she wants to associate and who she wants to be it's I think it's more of a strange like adulting story, but I'm gonna make it an adulting gone kind of wrong it's definitely a mafia kind of loan shark like romance fantasy scenario but i don't know i think i think i get where it's going it's just getting there you know like writing something from like my heart and seeing how it ends up i don't have a lot of reading it right now and it's fine um by the way it's called gunning for you I don't think I ever told anyone (laughs) what the name was. But, I don't really have anyone reading it. Because, you know, who really watches Samurai Shampoo? There's so much anime nowadays. But, it's not for other people. I'm kind of writing it for myself. I do like that other people are enjoying it. But, it's not necessary. You know, you gotta do what you love to do anyways, right? Well, with that said, it's getting late. I need to take a shower and go to bed. So, bye guys!